so what's going on guys um we literally well first of all welcome to another episode of geeks crossing we got uh keith, myself matt keith myself uh, nick myself all of ourselves are here and present you know we're actually brothers um i we're all named myself yes mm -hmm. yeah, that's our last just, name it's just a family thing yes but anyway here's the, the skinny of what's going on tonight we just finished literally the credits were rolling probably five minutes ago watching the brand new premiered today am i right godzilla versus king kong the new movie in the big monster cinematic universe probably one of the most long-awaited ones since the monster cinematic universe started and uh we all kind of are coming to it from different areas of expertise i think right? absolutely mm -hmm. yeah so um i guess we should disclose our background knowledge I, for one, have none, so I'll be very quick. I've never seen a Godzilla movie, never seen a King Kong movie. All I know are certain characters like Godzilla, Mothra, King Kong, and Mechagodzilla, and I think those are the only ones I've ever really heard of before tonight. So what about you, Keith? I can actually agree with that. Um, I have started seeing, like, the newer Godzillas, and other than that, I've seen King Kong, like, from the classic ones and up. But I've never really been a part of this, so uh, watching it, I kind of went in a little blind, and mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. What about you, Nick? Your I, background. on the other hand, come from the line of watching Godzilla's with my cousin. Mm. Back when I was younger, he showed me the black and white versions of Oh them. my gosh, that's so cool. With the original, like, weird, like, puppet things. <laughs> like Back the, in the good old days of animation. They called kaiju movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I was thinking of the word. I know pretty much, bro like, Rodin, Ghidorah, Mothra. Um, drawing a blank on the first guy's name. But I come from a line of watching black and white Godzilla movies and seeing it on the big, well, what? home screen. <laughs> it's the big screen, yeah. I'd say. It's big home, enough. Home screen, But, you know? yeah. <laughs> um, we should say we watched on HBO Max. We didn't actually go yeah, out to see it. We're, we're, we're too cheap. We can that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. i will say spoiler alerts for the upcoming oh, discussion absolutely if you guys are listening to this thinking it's just going to be a friendly recommendation no we're going to get into it at the very least we'll probably reveal some big stuff about it so yes that's your last chance to pause this and come back later okay and now for those of you who paused it and have just unpaused it welcome back for those of you who didn't you're either living very dangerously or you've already seen it and we're happy to have you we're happy to have you either way honest before saying anything who would you have won to win without even seeing it just hearing the title i'm on team godzilla i know from the black and white stuff that kong generally wins the battles like 90 percent of the time which is very interesting but I'm always Team Godzilla because he's just mad OP with the abilities he has. I'm gonna say King Kong just because monkey. <laughs> I, I think, you know, just the meme. I'm on, I'm on the monkey. I was definitely on uh, King Kong. I thought he was. I'm the only Godzilla fan here. No, I love Godzilla, no, but, but I think uh, the. Team Godzilla. Well, I didn't really have a team, actually. Like, I didn't have anybody I wanted to win. It was just that through watching the movie, King Kong, I think, had the better. Mm -hmm. development at least in this one like i feel mm -hmm. like it was more highlighted on kong yeah. yeah um like i'm sure past movies went in more depth on oh who is godzilla what what is he like where does he come from this one was clearly more dedicated to king kong sort of like how uh captain america civil war even though it's iron man versus captain america it's sort of still a captain america movie mm -hmm. this was sort of a king kong movie even though it's godzilla versus king kong at least that's kind of how I would describe it. Absolutely. I don't know. F fun fact, actually, about the kaiju movies that I found out for researching one of my episodes in December. The guys who made Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and all those animated Rankin-Bass Christmas specials, they did kaiju movies, too. 
Really? They had a production studio in Japan where they did all the stop motion animation and they worked excessively with uh, kaiju movies huh. with Godzilla King Kong. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. So very cool. Because it was in Japan, you know, yeah, that's kind of yeah, where they was, got their start. That was, yeah. So that's your fun fact if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to my uh, Rankin Bass episode from December. Which, why would you? It's March, unless you're, or like, yeah. at the time of this recording. It's gonna be April. But it's but gonna yeah, be it's April March right six now. minutes. April Fools, huh? <laughs> we could have done an April Fools episode. Oh, we could you imagine? You're not April Fools. This is, this is actually the April Fools episode. We're not talking about King Kong or... Yeah, we never Godzilla. even heard of the movie. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, so guys, this episode's... Act- What's another movie that came out quick? <laughs> Justice League? Quick, that's another movie. <laughs> Four hours? Yeah, guys, you're in for a rude awakening. Because today's episode is actually uh, about Bad Trip, Eric Andre's new movie on Netflix. Yeah, we're actually talking about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was all just a giant April Fool's joke. Uh, okay, but in all honesty, where do you guys think you want to start with unpacking Godzilla versus King Kong? There's a lot yeah. to unpack. Yeah, I was going to say, just like, there's a lot. Yeah. It was a, what, one hour? Yeah, one hour. Like, yeah, a fifth. lot to go through in just an hour, and they managed to do it well, really well. And. A lot happened. I will say I was very proud of myself. You guys can um, confirm. I called what was going to happen in the end from the very <laughs> beginning. I said uh, for everybody that has already watched the movie, which if you're not if yeah. you're bad, yeah. uh, you shouldn't have been here. How King Kong teams up with Godzilla to attack this uh, Mecha Godzilla, mm-hmm. which Nick pointed out, Mecha Godzilla is apparently always evil. I did not know that. For the most part, because his whole purpose is to take down Godzilla. But here's what There's I, probably I, a few like movies where they team up to fight other people. Because... I didn't know that Godzilla was was good. Like when you said, "Oh, well, he's evil because he always takes down Godzilla." I'm like, "Isn't that a good thing?" Well, it's kind of like Batman with Superman, where he doesn't trust Superman 100, percent so he takes him down himself. So I figured, okay, the giant, you know, hundred foot reptile coming from the ocean and destroying Tokyo is probably evil. But you know, I, I'm sure there's more more lore to it than that. I'm just coming from it from a perspective of somebody who has never seen any of this stuff. But that's very mm. interesting. When you said that, it got me thinking. Technically, the main villain of this movie is Mechagodzilla and the Apex Corporation, which is this kind of shady government, or no, shady private company that builds Mechagodzilla because they want to be like more powerful than the Titans. So that's kind of the main deal. I want to ask you guys, because this is what everybody wants to see going in. What do you think of the fights? The fights were done really well. It was kind of cool, actually, of how even a character during the movie was talking about, like, oh, round one goes to, like, Kong, round two goes to Zilla, and this and that. Like, it was pretty funny, because there were a few mini-fights, I think, spread throughout the movie. Yeah. They were done really well. I mean, CGI has come such a far way. But the real thing I wanted to say with the fights, which I was saying the whole movie... I need somebody to come up with a death counter for humans. Like, how how much damage they caused, because it's shocking to see how little regard yeah. they have for human life. Yeah, so like, like, Pensacola, Florida gets obliterated. Well, not obliterated, but it gets heavily damaged. Not the whole city of Hong Kong, but a huge part of Hong Kong, which is in and of itself a very big city. Absolutely demolished. And, of course, we gloss over at least, like, four or five naval destroyers, which are multi-billion dollar vi- vessels. <laughs> Destroyed in the blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah, not good for the pocketbook, but great for the viewing pleasure, right? What's interesting about this movie is that it's a giant metal finger to flat earthers, you know? <laughs> oh, true, true. But hollow earthers are really going to get yeah. kicked out of it. Um, because you find out that Earth is actually hollow. I don't know, if, was that teased in other movies? Like, oh, they're coming from these hollow, the hollow Earth? 
I don't recall. But they've it's, definitely uh, yeah. spoken about the birthplaces of Titans and even though you don't really get to see a whole lot of Titans, you do see the those some creepy birds, some creepy bats. But as a whole, the, the Hollow Earth is heavily implied to be where the Titans come from. Although you don't really see any Titans down there other than Kong when he comes in. It's not like there's any cool like reveals of people no. hiding out in there. Now Nick, because you've watched so many movies, do you want did you know any of the creatures that you see down there, like the Hydra snake? No, no, I did not really know much of those things down there. I got a sense that they were kind of designed for just yeah. to be scary prehistoric looking monsters. They're pre-Titans. Yeah. They gotta grow up to become bigger Titans. Yeah. I thought it was very weird how Kong finds like a throne. Yeah. Like there's like arches. It like looks like it was built by Whoa. giant prehistoric men. It could have been, could have been <laughs> done by Kong. Yeah. I was gonna say it was... Kong's family. Yeah, because you see that there's a hand on the front door. So gorillas are capable of architect. Well, at least he's no normal gorilla, of course. <laughs> but he's capable, his kind is capable of architecture, of weaponry. I was going to say, with him having an axe now, he's going to have to make some type of satchel to carry it or like a belt. And that's going to start going to the realm. Is Kong going to get clothes? <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's going to have to start wearing things, you know? You think he's going to get, like, a little hat one day and, like... <laughs> They're going to need him a giant beanie. <laughs> no, I was going to say, like, he's going to get, like, a, a helmet. He's going to get become, like, a warrior. He's going to be running out there. Like, it's going to be crazy. That or he's going to slowly evolve into just a giant human. <laughs> oh, my... Yes. <laughs> I do think what's pretty cool about it is that they, um... They kind of make him... It, it's almost a reference to King Kong, because for most of the movie, they just call him Kong, obviously. Like, oh, okay, it's Kong, you know, whatever. And then he has the throne, and watching it, I literally said, like, oh, he's King, King Kong. Kong now, he's the king. He's achieved his throne, or he's claimed his throne. So that was kind of clever. That was almost like a Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch moment, where it's like, oh, you're tying it together with his, his actual title. They could now make an origin story of the Kong tribe because of what they set up with this movie with the whole architecture and the throne yeah and we can finally see what going what how the uh whole environment down there was done by if it was kong people who knows maybe it's just giant humans and or aliens you know <laughs> aliens i i was curious to watch like if kong clawed his way or his ancestors clawed his way out of hollow earth how did godzilla get out with his stubby little arms how did like people like mothra get out well mothra yeah. can fly I get, but wasn't well, Mothra in a cocoon or something? Godzilla 2, there's like a whole throne room for Zilla under the water. Other thing, I'm sorry, this is going to take a little different no, turn. But the disregard in the movie, again, for humans and human life, but for the like main human characters is crazy. Like, they just kill all of the humans. Like, you meet somebody, it's like, oh, let's learn about their backstory. And it's like, oh, no, they're, they're dead. And as Matt pointed out, everybody in the movie is a dick. Mm -hmm. I said that like four times while we were watching. Like most of the human characters are just such assholes. <laughs> They're just jerks. I mean, I, I guess we could go through the humans now. We might as well because as expected, as most people would argue, it's the most boring part of the movie about monster fights. So you got what? The girl who's like the whistleblower who listens to this podcaster who works for Apex. You got that guy. You got the girl's like weary best friend, Tapwater. <laughs> Save the day, honestly. Like, unironically. I don't actually remember, Nick. You, you'd remember. What was the, the main girl? Because she had actually a role in the, the last one, Did too. you really? Yes. Yeah. I forgot what she did. Like, all I remember was her crying from a building, like, looking out. Like, she was one of the people that we said that should have evacuated the city and was like, ah, nah, they'll leave. <laughs> My house won't be crushed. <laughs> I honestly forget her whole role in Godzilla King of Monsters. 
I got the vibe. I, I didn't see it, but I got the vibe that her dad was a bigger character in that movie. Because I think they used to work for Monarch and stuff. Okay. Trying to find the origins of the Titans. Okay. And then taken over by the evil dude who's just like, yeah, I'm going to create a Mecha Godzilla because I don't like feeling inferior to this beast. I was going to say, he actually wasn't wrong. I don't know no, why Mecha Godzilla became evil. Kind of, I feel like it was because they were sucking from the power of a Titan. They were drawing all their power from this Titan brain, neurological, whatever. Yeah. And I felt like it was just like some kind of natural thing. I don't know. I could see that. And I was also curious of if it did defeat Godzilla, what would Mecha Godzilla end up doing? Just trying to kill everybody else now or like, Yeah, that's a good question. Like that's also question. would it eventually run out of power and just die itself? Because if so, you could get rid of all of the, the Titans essentially and then just have it die itself and be okay. Back to living in a, a normal way. But that is the end of a franchise. <laughs> uh, yeah the whole point is to make money. That's a very good question. Yeah. I don't know what Mega Godzilla would have done. I'm trying to think. Oh, and then you had the other characters. What was the, the deaf girl? It was who's like Kong's best friend. Kong gets to learn sign language from this deaf girl, which was, I thought, pretty clever. Mm -hmm. You know, like how real life gorillas can learn sign language. And then it was her adopted mother and this, uh, I guess, what was it, like a crazy author who like wanted to, who wrote a book about going to Hollow Earth. So that was, it's like kind of three, two groups of three humans for the most part. It's the groups with the conspiracy nuts. And it's the group with, like, Kong's buddies. And then you got the crazy CEO, too. I was going to say about the, um, would it be the crazy CEO? The one that Kong kills by grabbing. Oh, that was his, his daughter. Yeah, the yes. CEO's daughter. The CEO's um, who betrays daughter. the gang. I mean, I did seeing that coming because it was playing on how, like, oh, you're going to get your own revenge. But that seemed a very sudden, like, all of a sudden she... She pulled out, a gun was like, nope, I'm taking this. And then a second later, they're like, oh, shoot at King Kong, like, just because. It's like, like oh, what? piss him off. And yeah. then he grabs their ship and crushes it. Yeah. Like, what did you expect? <laughs> yeah, so she died. CEO guy died. So I do think his goals were interesting, like you said. Like, thinking about it, like, if we were all slaves to, or we were at the whim of giants who swam in the ocean and patrolled the seas and were guarding us, but, you know, like, we were at their whim. I think, Nick, didn't a previous character in the franchise say, like, we're pretty much his pet or something like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess I kind of get, like, no, we should be defending ourselves. Like, I get that. Like, it's kind of cool. Again, best hallmark of a good villain is one you understand. But it all goes south for him. And, you know, his machine achieves dominance. And as most machines do when they achieve dominance, kills its creator immediately. <laughs> uh, that really does happen every single time. <laughs> Looking at it, do you remember Jimmy Timmy Power Adder? Yeah. When Jimmy's dog or yeah, Jimmy's dog becomes Mecha whatever. It kind of looked like that. <laughs> Goddard becoming Mecha Yes, Godzilla. thank you. Yeah. Oh, it really does look like Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's uh, insane. When did Mecha Godzilla first appear? Oh, Ooh, that's, that's an interesting question. Mecha Godzilla is a fictional character first appeared in the 1974 film Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. In his debut, he's depicted as an extraterrestrial villain. Really? That's interesting. It's considered to be... An, oh, along with King Ghidorah, is commonly considered an archenemy. King Ghidorah appeared already, right? Yes, we had Ghidorah in the last one. What was the last one called? King of Monsters. King of all... Okay, King of Monsters. So there were there other monsters in that one, too? Yes. Interesting. I wonder, though, now that they've done this movie, what do you think could come next? They could do, like, aliens and stuff if they really wanted to. Or they could do, like, prequels. Like, the mm -hmm. as I was talking earlier with uh, mm -hmm. the whole Kong tribe. I like the whole tribe, and as I said before, like, the girl... 
kept her like very native like her what was it it was like shark tooth necklace mm-hmm. and that whole tribal thing i liked how they did that they didn't give her like a kate spade bag and like <laughs> a north face jacket it was like okay like you're with us now they like even though she was the last of her village they kept her like that and i think that was pretty cool and i loved the fact that kong could sign yeah really beautifully handled yeah, I just briefly read over the briefest uh, plot synopsis of King of the Monsters, and there's a lot of monsters in that one. Yeah. That was Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, and uh, three-headed guy. I don't remember his name. G- G- oh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, yeah. And Mothra's actually a good guy, so that's yeah. kind of cool. He heals up. Oh, poor Mothra. Done dirty. <laughs> Although, according to Wikipedia, in most iterations of Mothra, Mothra lays eggs right before she dies. So maybe there'll be more Mothra's. It actually, did they show Mothra laying eggs? I, I thought they did. Very possible. Maybe, I haven't seen it. Maybe not. Mothra's probably the second most, or the third most well-known kaiju behind Godzilla and King Kong. So I feel like they would definitely want to keep Mothra around if they could. Yeah, that would be pretty nice. So anything else we haven't gone over yet in the movie? I feel like we've gone over just about everything. Um, well, actually, did we? What's our favorite part? <laughs> I don't want to say my favorite part is. I mean, there's just something so satisfying about watching Godzilla and King Kong freaking beat the crap out of each other and no. then just team up like, yo, we got to take out yeah. Godzilla together. Yeah. Godzilla well, charging up his ass. I was going to say, I was shocked with how smart Godzilla was with that, with being like, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to shoot at this. I'm going to shoot at his axe so he could charge that up and just, like, he had the perfect opportunity <laughs> to just shoot Godzilla in the back. And instead he's like, nah, I'm going for the axe. Like, assist yeah. 100%. <laughs> it was great, yeah. Any favorite part for you? Honestly, I like the ship battle when Kong is in the water. That stressed me out, but I did like it. Like, that's yeah. so interesting to see them bring Kong out of his element. Yeah, you know, like, you'd expect him to not stand a chance. Like, yeah. literally, what is he going to do? He has a ship to stand on. I mean, he had some assistance from the people, but, you know, same thing. Yeah, yep. I'm trying to think, though, about what's going to happen next, because it's interesting. The movie ends with this reveal that the Hollow Earth is now a wildlife sanctuary, or at least part of it is, which I don't even want to think of the linguistics of how that happened. <laughs> like, how did you ascend into a gravity-defying cave that supposedly can cause you to twist inside out and set up a wildlife refuge? <laughs> That's actually one of the things I wanted to say, Taurus, yeah. So we see them go into the Hollow Earth, and they go through a wormhole that's yeah. like... You see this trippy thing, you know, yep. they're like about to be crushed. They're screaming in pain. Khan goes through just like <laughs> cannonball. <laughs> and, and then you see, I don't know, 30 minutes later, not even 20 minutes later, Godzilla just shoot a beam straight through the earth, right into it. And then they just come out like nothing bad happened. Like they just, he climbs like, out. Yeah, <laughs> like he climbs out. They fly out. The other people go to fly out and then just get destroyed in <laughs> Kong's hand because I don't know why they thought it would be a good idea to shoot him. Like they could just fly around him. Literally, that's just <laughs> um, a moment of hubris right there and uh crazy stuff so i guess hong kong though also has just a straight hole to uh like that's gonna be a great tourist attraction though like which the second thing so they were in florida the kids uh tap water and they got transported essentially to hong kong across through this hidden bunker across is that actually what happened yeah yeah they took a bunker to there yeah it was like a maglev train yeah an elevator that went pretty much essentially right through the air i remember that scene i have no i had no idea though i didn't connect the dots 
The issue though is if you have a line that goes straight through like a train that goes right through the earth and the earth is hollow in the middle, wouldn't it have gone through the that vortex? I have to see a globe. Yeah, it's Florida and China far enough where it would literally just go through. Maybe it's on the ocean floor. That's true. It could yeah, also be like, okay, picture a circle at home. If Florida's on one side of it and China's on the other, you could go, go straight through, but you could also just go around. It wouldn't mm. be as fast. True. But it also wouldn't crush your bones from the inside out. That is absolutely true. I mean, it only took them a scene. I don't think they were there for like a day. I, so true. we'll see. We'll yeah, see that's how. Very crazy to think about. Yeah, so that was definitely interesting. But there's some really silly moments. Like the, the scene opens with like some old 60s song and like King Kong scratching his butt and taking a shower. It's like, <laughs> yeah. really? I was not expecting this movie to go just kind of a lighthearted approach sometimes like mm -hmm. it did. I was going to say, I found it very comical. Yeah. Especially the fights with Godzilla just seeing him like just <laughs> just uh punch him in the face but that's what we're all here for man absolutely just that carnic violence you know what's actually going to be very sad to think about imagine seeing that in theaters opening night with hearing people's reactions and stuff and us just sitting at home just like enjoying it and laughing imagine watching spoiler alert like Avengers Endgame and just watching Cap get the hammer with not like without that theater reaction. There's something about the theater reaction yeah. that's just so special. Absolutely. Like we all had our like moments of being like, oh that was cool, but like in a the theater you get like everybody's like you get hyped yeah. from everyone else. I was gonna say Star Wars with Nick here. Some guy oh. goes, spoil no, not even spoil, just goes, Snake kills Dumbledore, like on top of the lawn, and some guy just goes, That's like throws his popcorn, just stands up, he's like, That's it, I, I want my money back and walks out. <laughs> where where they're watching Star Wars. <laughs> was, uh, it was some great times. <laughs> now, I think um, ending statements for this. Nick, do you have anything? Oh, I'm definitely going to watch it again. That's definitely a worthwhile way to watch it again. What about you, Matt? It's made me interested in kaijus. I want to kind of watch King of the Monsters now, and I'm actually kind of excited to see where the cinematic universe is going to go after this. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see what comes next. There's a lot of cinematic universe. Yeah, Marvel, everybody, everybody Marvel really started. Dude, Marvel really just started it. Like, well, they are... They, Got the ball rolling. I really want to say Star Wars was the one that started even that. Possibly, um, yes. Back in the yes. 70s, 80s. But the real big thing that Marvel did was, you know, at the end of Hulk, you see them being, oh, I'm looking for Tony Stark. Yeah. And then in Tony Stark, them being like, oh, we found Thor's hammer. And then they start connecting these, com I don't want to say completely different movies, but in the past, what would be completely different movies, they start connecting them. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden you see, oh, I love Thor, and you see Thor come into Iron Man and Captain America, and they all meet, and you're yeah. like, what's going on? So this totally got everything. I mean, with how much money they made. <laughs> Everyone wants to be that. Because the difference between a franchise and a cinematic universe, I feel like, is, first of all, franchise is usually the same name. Like, like... Star Wars isn't necessarily a cinematic universe as much as it is a franchise because... Well, now it is. I guess now. But it used to, it's literally one, episodes 1 to 9. Star Wars, whatever. Skywalkers, you know? But cinematic universes, you know, sometimes they can have totally different names. They usually have totally different main characters. But they design a universe. And I think that's really cool. And I like that... Um, I don't know. I was actually having this conversation with my brothers the other day. And they're annoyed by, the, by this trend. And I see why it's annoying. Because you kind of have to always be up to date. <laughs> to be able to get the That's... full effect of a movie. Like, if I had been following all the other Godzilla movies, I think I would have gotten more out of this movie than I did. That said, I still got a lot out of it. 
Well, I think that's what makes a movie just good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is especially when it comes from a franchise yeah. or from a series. You came in with no past experiences, and I really don't have a lot with Godzilla, and you just took so much away. Yeah, so. I tell this example on the podcast before. I went to see Endgame, and I'd only seen four MCU movies, that and both of them, and yeah. two of them were Guardians of the Galaxy, which are like so disconnected. We've seen Infinity War. Oh yes, I saw. It was the two Guardians movies. Civil War with you and your family, mm-hmm. and Infinity War, and that was it. Wow, you got the bulk of it. You got Civil War. That's just really yeah. And then after Endgame, I finally you know kicked myself in the pants and watched everything else. And then when I watched Endgame again, it was all the better. It was like all the sweeter. It was like oh that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Just going back to the whole cinematic universes thing, I think if you have an like a good idea. I think it's worthwhile. Like, Marvel had a good idea. They were the first ones. And I, I think this is kind of cool, too. Like, the idea that there's titans around Earth, not just Godzilla. That's how it always was in the kaiju movies. So, it, it fits nicely, I think. Well, that's also what Stan Lee used to say. Like, because when he came up with the idea of Spider-Man, everybody's like, oh, that's so bad. And he's arguably the best Avenger. He's the most famous superhero, I think. Yeah. Probably either him or Batman by now. But yeah, so did you have any closing thoughts or statements, Keith? In regards to the... Uh, I almost said Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. In regards to... I guess the... Godzilla vs. Kong and this, it was a fantastic movie. It definitely made me excited, which I should say I did not care about this movie. I wanted to play Magic tonight instead. <laughs> I wanted to work on D&D stuff. So when I heard... We're gonna watch Godzilla vs. Kong. I was kind of like, oh, I'll watch it for the meme, you know? Let's see. Yeah, uh, monkey. Legit. Yeah, mon- yeah monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah, uh, ah, uh, could smack a, a little ape. Or a little ape, yes. <laughs> a little lizard, lizard yeah. <laughs> and um, it really didn't disappoint. I thought it was fantastic. A lot of great fight scenes, funny character scenes. You know, I laughed a lot. And as you said, it really just got me excited to see what's next. Like, yeah. And I think I also will be going back to watch the other ones. So great movie, I said. I'd rate it probably a 7 out of 10. That's usually a pretty good grade for That's me. Fair. Yeah, I was going to say, my, my last text to Nick, I think, before I got here was, I'm not really in the mood to watch a movie tonight. <laughs> and yeah. now here we are recording a podcast about it. I, I want to ask you, I guess as a final question to you, because you're the only one here who's seen the other ones. Where does this rank among the newer Godzilla movies? Is this one of the better ones? From what I've seen, I'd put this at probably first, second or first place. Yeah, I think the King, King of Monster King, mm-hmm. was really good with how many appearances showed up with it. The fact that Kong and Godzilla's rivalry has been long awaited and they actually combine the two definitely make it a tough choice to pick up. But I think King of Monsters is better. You know, okay, I will interesting. Say, I would, I can see that. I will say that one of my bones to my like one of the only bones to pick with this is the fact that Mecha Godzilla died so fast. Like he was actually in the movie for such a short period of time. Yeah, that was something that annoyed me just a little bit. Looking at this whole movie as a cinematic, hmm. um, and it wasn't like it was a prototype think about that because it said it wasn't ready well, that was because they needed the, the crystal. Yeah. So technically it was fully charged. Yeah, it was fully but charged, but it still needed asteroids. I also will yeah. say, I mean, after that with Flat in Hong Kong, I hope nobody's stupid enough to do it again. Oh, there will be someone <laughs> no, they do it Absolutely. I will say the other thing, though, too, is there was no after credit scene. We were sitting there waiting for it. It never happened. Yeah, that was that was a shock. There was yeah. a roar from a creature, but I don't know who it was. But yeah, that was a shock that uh, there was really nothing. Like, I was expecting to see, you know, somebody going 
coming back for the parts or being like, oh, look, we still have the schematics. Like, yeah. prototype one failed. Good thing we have the second one. Yeah, something got, like that. Exactly. Yeah. But, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, exactly. Kong opening up a gigantic beer. See, I wouldn't have been mad with that. <laughs> oh, dude, maybe like a family. Of, like, he has a family of his own. I don't know where Miss Kong is, but... <laughs> uh, but, um, oh my goodness. yeah, so I hope we start to see more. Um, yeah. And that's really all. Anything else, guys? Ooh, ooh, uh-uh. Ooh, ooh, uh-uh. Couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, um, thank you. This has been Geeks Crossing, and we look forward to you watching other podcasts. Quickly, go go click another one before this officially ends. Click it. Go. Click it. Go now. Yeah, do, do it. it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching it, it ha- or listening. It has been Keith. Nick. And Matt. And we are myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a family name. Don't worry. <laughs>